We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. To be the man, you gotta beat the man. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. Yeah, that is Ric Flair. Yeah. Not stupid. By the way, Woo! our guy, uh, our guy Fabby, got honored yesterday at the Warriors game. I saw Steph give him a jersey. Yes, sir, Fabby, for his community involvement. He, he does so us, much let us in the know town. How it went. He does a lot, man. He for does real. a lot in the town. Had a uh, celebrity basketball game. Uh, I think it was at Oakland Tech uh, Saturday night. The Bulldogs. I was hoping I got an invite. <laughs> well, you don't want to be in the game, right? <laughs> of course. What, thought- what would the invite be, Evan? Just to come to the game and be be part of the event. No, I want a ball. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's on my bucket list. Fabby, holla at me. But your knee goo. I mean, you're just earlier. No, I'm you're back kinda, now. I'm you're, back. You're what? I got the trials for the Panthers coming up. Uh, I believe it's next weekend. Well, what, what about the MRI? Well, uh, I'm getting that, but it's kind of worked itself out now. So what? PCL is inside, outside. Like no, you know, they, the ligaments. When are? I went in, he said it ain't your knee. You either got a partial torn hammy or a, a torn hammy. I lost. I'm out. What you? I'm out. Good. You don't, don't want to be playing with a hammy. But I, I'm I'm back now. I I don't. I think it's nothing. I tore my hamstring in high school. Are you kidding me? I have never been in so much pain. You don't. You do not want to mess with that. I'm telling you. No, you don't want to do that. Like James Harden and dudes like that, Zion. You know when they got a bunch of junk in the trunk. Yeah, you see them. They're too light. Grabbing their cheeks. That's because it's all in the hammy. You you can't. You can't turn. You can't burn. You can't do nothing. Real quick, Evan. How about sleeping? Sleeping. Oh, well, that that might be the best part. It's the only time you're not in pain. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. No, torn hamstring, nothing to mess around with. So, uh, we'll see. You would have known. You're like baby dibs. (laughs) You had the torn labrum. That was back in the day. Yeah, the torn labrum. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Look at it. I got like 17 good bullets left in me. I'm out. I got to save them. I am out. I am out. 888-957-9570 is the number. Evan Giddings in for Matt Steinmetz. Hopefully, he'll be back tomorrow. We'll talk about injuries. Uh, He'll be back off hip surgery. And, of course, Daryl the Guru Johnson with you as always. Goo. You know, we always have this conversation. He brought it up today. I, I thought it's one I want to get into. This idea of the the pressure, right? Yeah. And, and who has the most? Whose shoulders are feeling the heaviest? Whose backs are going to be burdened on Super Bowl Sunday come 11 days from now on February 11th? Where does your mind go when you hear the word pressure in Super Bowl? Because the Niners have come back twice. They've faced pressure already. Obviously, the Kansas City Chiefs have had to overcome pressure during their now, what, four straight Super Bowl trips. Mm -hmm. So when you hear pressure in this specific matchup coming off the NFC and AFC Championship game, where does your mind go? It goes a lot of places, but it anchors at uh, the doorstep of the most important position in pro sports, and that's the quarterback. And I was at DNR Barbershop in Union City. Shout out to the fellas, Evan. And this naturally, organically came up about... Kyle Shanahan, I've shared with you, you share with me. We all think he's brilliant. Nobody's perfect. Uh, Some of his best work, he didn't get credit for, I don't believe. And that's taking Jimmy Garoppolo to multiple NFC Championship games and a Super Bowl. Okay, we know what happened. They didn't get it done, but they got damn close, and they were, you know, one of the best teams in the league. So here we go again. 
years later, four year four years later, he Kyle Shanahan has recovered from the the debacle that was Trey Lance. Uh, insert Brock Purdy, and that's where I want to start, Evan, because the pressure to me. In regard to as crazy as this sounds, I know it's a team award, but in my life and what I'm hearing and what I like to watch and partake in, the fact of the matter is if Kyle were to lose the Super Bowl, we still would recognize his brilliance because he took another team, uh, his play calling. All the all that stuff would still be at his doorstep, and I'm not saying he he he's above being questioned, but Brock Purdy. Let's just say the Green Bay comeback doesn't happen. That drive. Let's say the 24/7 uh, deficit that they overcame just a few days ago um, at Levi's does not happen. Then what are we saying? And that's why I keep going to Joe, the Butcher Boy's tweet about a possible Kirk Cousins. All that crap would have manifested to where, right or wrong, Evan, if hmm. you agree or disagree, we would have been talking about it. And I don't think Brock Purdy would have been able to operate from a position of um, p- uh, equity like a Kyle Shanahan who has skins on the wall, although not a Super Bowl ring, but a Super Bowl visit with a different version of his team. So I say all that diarrhea of the mouth, Evan, to say if Brock Purdy can get this done and quarterback his team, and it's not just him, it's the whole gang, but to me, him being a Super Bowl winner in year two, Actually, yeah, year one of a full-time starter, yeah. I think buys him five years, maybe even the Dr. J is six years, Evan. And Kyle's already got that, but I know people may not want to hear it broken down that way, but in my world, that's what a win in 11 days would do for Brock. He would be a made man, Evan. I think he already is. Ooh. I mean, you're never a made man until you have – Everything, but, and I mean a Super Bowl. But if Kyle Shanahan's a made man, which he is, but that's because of the contract, right? It's not because you actually. Well, I mean, I don't want to put, I don't want to put uh, words in your mouth. No, no, go but, ahead, but, but it's, it's not because you actually think that Kyle Shanahan is all of a sudden like a different or better head coach. Like he is who he is. He's gotten them to this place for the last five years right. in the NFC title game to the and final. And I recognize four. that brilliance, Evan. That's brilliance in it. Like there's not a coach outside it real quick. Andy Reid, I would take over Kyle, even if he loses Sunday. But, no, but I would entertain, hey, Kyle can't win the big one. I wouldn't get mad. But I don't think we're gonna come in on Monday after the Super Bowl if they lose that game and say, We need to think about the quarterback position. That's what we did do in 2019. What, That's why Trey Lance yeah. was drafted. What if he had a bad game, though, he and maybe threw multiple picks, and it's not a close game? The 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 ire of fans, 49er fans, would put that blame on on Brock. Now, and and you're right. That don't mean Kyle's gonna say, "Hey, we got tryouts, new quarterback." But you know what I mean in regard to confidence from the fan base, like. This dude is nothing. I mean, because Jimmy's taking them where Brock is about to go in 11 days. Jimmy's taking his Niner team. So Brock hasn't got him over the hump, per se. Well, but but you also just said that Kyle took Jimmy to a Super Bowl. So I, I don't know. You, you can't have both guys taking each other. Like, to me, the 49ers, they told you by drafting and trading up to take Trey Lance that Jimmy Garoppolo was not good enough at the quarterback position. 
I don't think we see the Niners draft a quarterback this offseason or the next two offseasons. I agree with that. In the first round, no less. Maybe it's someone like Brock Purdy, and you know, there's a guy they feel like who falls in a sixth, seventh round. Like, you know, maybe you try and hedge your bet like that. But there's nobody. We went from last week talking about how Tom Brady allegedly was going to be someone that would slot in before Brock Purdy if he came out of retirement. The Kirk Cousins noise that Butcher Boy was talking about. I'm not sure I believe that if he had lost that game, we'd be talking about Kirk Cousins. I think that Brock Purdy has earned him. You're talking about equity. Maybe not for five, six, ten years, but with what he's done both in the regular season, the efficiency with which he's played, in addition to in the postseason being able to bring the team mm-hmm. back or be a major part of the team coming back, not once but twice, I think he's bought himself at least a few years. I think he's bought himself at least a contract. And uh, Lowe talked about that, the $20 million that's tucked away. So, you know what, Evan? I, I don't disagree. But maybe I need to specify the point I'm trying to hammer home. Brock Purdy gets this done and has the Super Bowl winning quarterback next to his name. If, and you're right. there He won't be replaced if somehow they lose this game. But, Evan, what I'm telling you is it is, it is universal different if – he doesn't get it done, and he's just pedestrian in that game. You're right. He's going to get another crack at it, and it may be cracks. But when we talk about him, if he has that bling, and I did something Jimmy 49ers can do under Kyle, I just think that goes like questions will be done. Even if he comes in next year and has a bad year, it'll be like he can live off this Super Bowl th- th- this season I mean, that's going to buy him like three years, Evan. Like, I know as crazy as that sounds, of maybe mediocre quarterbacking, but that's how much is at stake for him to help Kyle get this ring as opposed to if they go to the game, lose, and he's just okay. Yeah, you're right. It's his next year, and it's probably his after that. But, Evan, the the, the fans and the confidence of – you ain't you ain't did nothing but Jim, what Jimmy did, and we saw how that ended. You know that he was replaced. I, I don't think that goes away. But he has done more than Jimmy Garoppolo has from an individual standpoint. Like again, context matters when we're talking about paths to a Super Bowl. Jimmy Garoppolo threw the ball twenty-one times in two playoff games in order for them to get there. And what happened when he had to throw the ball? Nothing good. Brock Purdy has brought the team. He has a game-winning drive on his resume, and he's got two fourth-quarter comebacks on his resume in his first season as a full-time starter. Yeah. I'm not saying that he's all of a sudden just going to go on to be Tom Brady and Joe Montana. If he wins this game, he's on that kind of track. But I think that Brock Purdy, by making the Super Bowl in his first year as a starter, is just as impressive. Now, if you lose, we look back on history and, and everything, of course, the winner goes mm-hmm. the spoils. But if you lose to Patrick Mahomes the first time you get to a Super Bowl, I don't know if I can necessarily put that on Brock Purdy. Like Kyle Shanahan's already lost once to Andy Reid. Yeah. He's lost in these big games before. If we're looking at pressure, to me, I think that there is more pressure between Purdy and Shanahan 
on Kyle. I know Steiny made the point about how Kyle's got the contract, so pressure, it doesn't matter. Right. But I think we are going to be looking at him like he was Andy Reid in Philadelphia if they don't win this football game. Might be unfair, but it's now been four different times. You had deep postseason runs. You win a lot of games, but can you win the big one? I don't know if people are going to be looking at Brock Purdy as if he can't win the big one when this is really the first time he's had a chance to prove it. No, it's it, Evan, it's interesting, and I love you for saying unfair, but it's kind of like you said the same. So for Brock... It's okay if he loses because he lost to Mahomes, but then yet we're going to, on the flip side of that, if I hear you correctly, if Kyle loses to Andy and Mahomes, then we're going to come down his lane, uh, we're going to come down his his street a little more. Like, what's the difference? If Brock Purdy hadn't proved that he could perform in a big moment, then we might be having that conversation. But the biggest thing, the biggest box I I had yet to see checked by Purdy was how do you play when the chips are down? I mean, seriously, like, how do you play when things aren't going your way? And he's answered that not once but twice in the playoffs. I think that does go a long way because, like we were talking about yesterday, there's a lot of other quarterbacks that I think if there was a draft today probably would be taken ahead of Brock Purdy, okay. right? Yeah, You're right. looking at Mahomes, no Allen, okay. Lamar, I don't know, maybe um, Herbert, Burrow, Stroud, Burrow. Yeah. There are guys that might be taken ahead of Purdy in a draft today. But at the end of the game, at the end of the day, he is the one that's sitting there with a chance to win a Super Bowl, right. and he's the one that delivered in those moments where the other quarterbacks could not. I got you. My question then would be to you, Evan Giddings, and I hear you. If not now, then win, because I got something to tell you. Patrick Mahomes is going nowhere. And my point I know. That, I, that I make with that is, if you're telling me any Niner fan that that's good enough to say, oh, you didn't win because of what? Because they got Patrick Mahomes. Well, can I interest you in Burrow? The, the Allens, they're not going anywhere. So I guess what I'm saying is the project of becoming a Super Bowl winning head coach and quarterback never will get easier if, and I'm asking you if the excuse is, hey, Billy Badass is quarterbacking over there, so we understand why you can't get it done, then what's really changed in 49erville from a quarterback standpoint if you if you don't get it done? And to me, that's what's at stake. Like, you're right, right out to shoot. If Brock Purdy can get this on his resume and, and, and Kyle too, oh my gosh, Evan, I just really feel like we will not be talking about a replacement or a, the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers not named Brock Purdy for a long, long time. Joe Flacco did it in Baltimore. He lived off that one Super Bowl that he got. Mm-hmm. But And I get that. But, man, Evan, I guess I'm trying to paint the picture of it goes a long way for Brock being here for a long time and getting chances as opposed to if they go and somehow lose. It does, but I think there's also examples of a lot of franchise quarterbacks that because of the era they played in, it didn't make them non-Hall of Fame quarterbacks or it didn't make Mm -hmm. them non-franchise quarterbacks. But if you just look at the AFC prior to 2023, because that's when Tom Brady retired, Uh, right? Yep. Okay, Tom Brady's got 10 trips to the Super Bowl. That's 10 years no other team gets to represent the AFC. Peyton Manning has been to the Super Bowl, I think, three times, or sorry, four times combined with Indianapolis. There's another four trips no other team gets to go. Ben Roethlisberger has a couple of trips to the Super Bowl. That right there combined is already 16 years in which another team does not get to represent the AFC or does not get to win the Super Bowl. Like, to me, if Brock Purdy doesn't win it this year, it doesn't mean that he can't get it done. I, oh. He might have ran into a 
a, a better player. Like he might have ran into a better team and, on that given yeah. day. And you know what, Evan? I get that point, but a big part of what we're talking about is we're talking about the result. But you and I know the nitty gritty and everything that's going to be talked about ad nauseum and and for years and all off season is what happens during that sixty minutes, and who do we blame or who didn't come up big? But Evan, I I thought getting off of Jimmy Garoppolo from a Kyle Shanahan standpoint was you know what Jimmy's suffice, but I need my version to go up against Captain America. So I need my Iron Man or Superman. And that's what Trey Lance was supposed to be. But I do wonder if Purdy was not to have the greatest game, does Kyle feel like, hey, John, the kid, he's a good quarterback. And you're right, Evan. But I don't know if he's our Captain America to knock off these studs in the AFC on that biggest stage. I do wonder the thought process or mindset that goes into can we do better at the quarterback position for us? And not and that, that ain't saying Brock's a bum, but they did it with Jimmy, and I know they were he was older. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying, Evan? That goes away to me if Brock can win this game. And say I'm a Super Bowl champ. Oh, 100% okay. it goes away. And and maybe that's the only thing that he hasn't done yet for some people. Mm. I'm just saying that if he doesn't get it done, I'm not going to hold that against him. He's 24 years of age. There are 99% of quarterbacks that have played in this league that are not in the position that he's in. This is from the Comcast okay. Business Text Line 707. The way Jimmy took the 49ers versus the way Brock has brought us there is way different. We will not turn on Brock ever. From the 510, saw something that entering the Super Bowl was interesting. Brock has 74% of playoff yards for the 49ers compared to Jimmy. Entering the Super Bowl had 29% of playoff yards. I think, yeah, again, context matters. To me, the way that Brock Purdy has elevated the team and the offense over his predecessor is something that should matter. Now, that doesn't mean there's not a lot of pressure on him. Like, that doesn't mean that... Look at Dan Marino, right? He got to a Super Bowl his second season or something like that, never got back. You never know. That is true. There is urgency on this game. I'm not trying to build in in an excuse for if the 49ers do not win. What I'm saying is that I'm not going to look at Brock Purdy differently if he doesn't win a Super Bowl. To me, if there's a pressure that's on a 49ers uh, member of the team... It is Kyle Shanahan because he's been in these spots before. He has been in pressure situations, and not all the time he has responded. We don't know how Brock Purdy's going to play in a Super Bowl because it's his first, but I've seen him in multiple pressure-filled situations in the postseason, and he hasn't let the team down yet. So I'm inclined to believe that the first two or even three examples going back to last year are more of the quarterback than he is than if he doesn't play well in the Super Bowl, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, to me, he's already passed the test of being able to face the moment and embrace it. The Super Bowl is a different stage. You're playing in front of you know hundreds of millions of, the world. of viewers, exactly. But I've seen him pass the test thus far. So if he doesn't do it one time, I'm not going to say that's immediately who he is as an individual. And and Evan, 
I hope I'm not coming across that I'm not going to say it. My point is tomorrow is not promised. And forget the other quarterbacks in the league. I'm talking about the alumni, which are Joe Montana, which includes Steve Young. They won the Super Bowl for this franchise. And Kaepernick, I was sold to Bill of Goods, and we saw how that game played out in the 13th Super Bowl. They were right there, Evan. And guess what? No matter what happened after that game, had Kaepernick won it, his name would ring. He would be at that dinner invite Mm -hmm. with Joe and Steve. And that's what I mean by what's at stake. You are right. Brock's not getting replaced. But, Evan, he's four quarters away of being included into a group of two. Joe Montana and Steve Young, the two greatest quarterbacks to ever do it, that have won Super Bowls for the San Francisco 49ers. And you're telling me in year two, which some could say year one, for Brock Purdy, how enormous the opportunity is for him and the team. But if he gets the win... He's in that club, brother. Oh, he is. And and Kyle's in the club of of Bill Walsh and George Seifert. And it's great. And all the winning that the Niners have done, they're right on the table, Evan, is Kyle Shanahan's not at that dinner yet. And you're right. You pointed out he's had chances to get to that dinner more so than Brock Purdy. And he hasn't yet. This is from the 925 Comcast Business text line. He's saying it's actually exactly like Marino facing Montana in his second year. Do we still hold it against Marino? Because that's what the text line is saying. I'm not sure we hold that against Dan Marino. He doesn't have a Super Bowl. I, I think he's one of the best quarterbacks I've ever... Like, I know how to... Now, he might be in a different category if he had won that Super yeah. Bowl. But I don't think we... Like, we don't... He's rev- Charles We don't, Barkley, we don't revere great. Dan Marino no, any that, less. No, that's... I believe you, and that's where I'm at. I, everyone that I've talked... And again, I wasn't around in those days, but everyone I've talked to that saw him play said he was the most gifted thrower yeah, of the football. Okay. Even I, Joe Montana, I'm pretty it. sure, admitted to him being the greatest quarterback he's ever seen. Just because he doesn't have a Super Bowl doesn't mean that his abilities all of a sudden are lesser than. Right. And I think of Charles Barkley... You know, I, you know, you were, you came at the wrong time. Carl Malone, we could go down the list, and you wonder if that's happening here with uh, Patrick Mahomes. But Evan, I guess I'm just the opportunity for two guys, mainly uh, Kyle Shanahan and Brock Purdy, to be part of the group that I just mentioned. Is is this is a humongous and a good or great opportunity that if they win. They're oh, they're forever remembered, man. They're forever etched if they win the Super Bowl. But I wonder if, and this is something that kind of off the Jed York sound and a reflection on like the Harbaugh era, for example. Do they need a Super Bowl to affirm the era? Like, and this is something I'm curious if people are, are on the same page with or not. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. To me, is you know the era like do they need a super bowl to justify the era because i still hear a lot of reverence about the harbaugh era we were just talking about kaepernick being what a yard away from getting to the super bowl i think we revere someone like jim harbaugh for how he came in stepped in turned around the franchise from where it was kyle shanahan kind of did the same thing from 2016 to 2017 because we're hearing jed york having to face questions about whether he should be dismissed as an owner or not to now having two Super Bowl appearances under his belt as owner with Kyle Shanahan empowering him. Do the 49ers need to win this Super Bowl in order to affirm the Kyle Shanahan era? 888-957-9570 is the number. Also, of course, 
taking your calls on the pressure conversation, whether it first falls more at Shanahan's feet, will you look at Brock Purdy differently? How much do you compare him to Jimmy Garoppolo? Is it completely irrelevant? We want to hear from you at 888-957-9570. Good, it is also time, of course, after the Warriors yeah. win yesterday against the Philadelphia 76ers to get to our call of the game, sponsored by Xfinity. The Xfinity 10G network is made for streaming live sports, which means it's the network you can rely on in the biggest moments. The Xfinity 10G network, the best way to stream your Warriors. To Curry, back to Wiggins. Off a Sharich pick, puts on the brakes, finds Curry off a Sharich screen, in traffic, goes up with a one-hander, and Curry is feeling very frisky tonight. 73-62. Well, that frisky Steph had 37 points when the Warriors get 35 or more from him. They are now 6-2 and two as they defeat the Philadelphia 76ers. And that was your call of the game brought to you by the Xfinity 10G Network. Okay, Evan Giddings in for Matt Steinmetz. Hopefully going to have him back tomorrow off of hip Steiny. surgery. Taking your calls at 888-957-9570. How much urgency do you have on this game? Do you need it to affirm the era? Where's the pressure at? What are you placing at the feet of the head coach, the quarterback all that and more is ahead with daryl the guru johnson we're back after this on 95.7 the game the road to vegas is brought to you by Merrill west credit union working for you today tomorrow now back to steiny and guru on 95.7 the game stay off of twitter stay off of you still twitter, call, you man. won't call it x huh no i don't get that either I'm an old 29. I don't get any of this crap. <laughs> Look at you. Evan Giddings in for Matt Steinmetz, Daryl the Guru Johnson, talking about pressure, talking about the Super Bowl. 11 days away, Super Bowl 58, the San Francisco 49ers representing the NFC against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs on the other side of 2019 rematch. And we're talking about pressure. Pressure cookers. And goo. I don't know if we see this one the same way, man, but it's all good. I understand the urgency. Look, people are they they want they want to be on top. They want to get a championship. That's what it's all about. And there is some worry as to well, if not now, then when? And if not then, then now. And I don't think there's any my boy Squirt text me. Why who cares? Why are you talking about this? Like it's nuance. <laughs> Come on, Squirt, but Evan, it's 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 this is what you yearn for, right? As yeah. a coach, an athlete, you want to be a champion. And Kyle Shanahan, the bottom line is, I know he's not going anywhere. That's the We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Another nuance aspect of it, because I know he's got the extension, but he's so great, and he's been close a bunch of times. Uh, I won't call him the Buffalo Bills, Evan, but at some point we question them, would they ever get it done? And that era, as you alluded to earlier, or you're talking about eras, mm-hmm. that era c- came and g- left us, and Buffalo, unfortunately, and Jim Kelly and Thurman Thomas didn't get one, and Marv Levy. And you just hope that's not the case for Kyle Shanahan and the San Francisco 49ers, and then I'll go here before I pass it to you. Hopefully it's not an Andy Reid who had multiple chances in Philly to get there and didn't, went to Kansas City, and now he's a Don. 
That's true. By the way, a reminder, you can catch all four hours of Steinie and Guru. Please rewind back to get to our segment. We talked about the Golden State Warriors, where they're at the trade deadline. Anthony Slater was on the morning roast discussing the emergence of Jonathan Kaminga. Go use that Rewind app feature on the free Odyssey app. Plus, check us out on YouTube and Twitch, powered by First NorCal Credit Union here on a Warriors Wednesday. Brought to you by Freedman's Appliance, a trusted name since 1922. Visit Freedman'sAppliance.com today. Evan in for Steinie with Goo. Let's get out to the phone lines, Goo. 888-957-9570 is the number. Start us off in San Francisco. Robin wants to talk Our about girl. the quarterback on the other side. Robin, how are you? Welcome to the program. I'm fine. Hi. I'm fine. Trying to stay away from the water, Robin. Be careful out there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got to get to work at two. Here, here's what I want to say. It's kind of off the subject, but you know what? The next two weeks, I'm going to try to cut off social media because I can't fix stupid and national media. I really can't fix stupid. (laughs) I mean, the narratives are driving me nuts between Taylor Swift and Mahomes being the greatest. Here's the deal I don't understand is this. How can you put him in the greatest of all time when he's not even finished playing football? Then they have Kelsey and Mahomes as the two greatest greatest, um, uh, uh, duel ever. Make no mistake about it. That's Montana and Rice. Don't ever forget that. And then the third thing is I want to say is then they try to present him as the greatest of all time, but at the same time as an underdog because the team has been an underdog. Patrick Mahomes is far from an underdog. And But what gets me is how people fall cheap to these narratives. Now, I, Patrick Mahomes, I don't want to take anything from you, even though I can't stand him, the way he talks. I can't stand his wife. I'm sick of his mother. I'm sick of everything about Kansas City. I'm sick of Walrus looking at what wa- wa- Walrus looking at Andy Reid. All of it is driving me crazy. Okay, but here's the deal: he is dynamic. He is good. He is athletic. That little flute spiral he has is great. But his career is not over yet. To measure him by his Super Bowls, Joe Montana. Let's face it; these offensive, the offense today is geared towards quarterbacks. Joe Montana, even Brady, at the beginning of his year, the uh, beginning of his uh, career, did not start off playing an easy offenses. Joe Montana has been hit, and let's keep in mind, Joe Montana didn't have nobody speaking to him in his headset. So can we just put a uh, pump the brakes on him being the greatest of all time? And that's all I got to say because I'm starting to get mad. Love you, Robin. Thanks, Robin. Appreciate the call. Robin's always fair. A little personal stuff in there about Mahomes and the, you know. But I mean, what do you do? The dude is great. He he can't. And I get her about the somebody in your head to Evan. Uh, the green dot open in the flat. Throw it. You know, well, they're not in his ear during I, the play. I understand, but that's how some people act. Yeah. And I, again, we know what the rules are, uh, Robin. But. I'm sorry, man. I can't hate on what this kid has done since he's been a starter. He's not played in anything less than the AFC Championship game. And all I would tell a room full of Robins um, that wanted to have this Patrick Mahomes conversation, Evan, at the end of the day, he's won two out of three, and he's been there three times, about to be his fourth. He's just – how about this? He's off to a good start, and it seems like he does his best work when they need him most. He's Brady-esque in the feeling that I have watching him 
I don't think he's ever going to lose. And that like is the only the biggest... time that I feel like he's going to lose is when the clock strikes zero uh, and the opposing team has uh, more points than him. I felt that way about Joe Montana. That that's when when the when it was over. That's when I was like, oh, the Niners lost because I always had that fear of him. And he had passed that test. So, but you know what, Evan? He didn't pass every test, and Mahomes didn't. He lost to Brady. But yeah, I'm just he's lost to Burrow. I mean, how you can't be in awe of what he's doing. And that Super Bowl, and I know you're like, Goo, I don't think he was that hurt. It might not have been you, but. No, it uh, was me. Yeah, he was on, he I watched hurt. the Super Bowl with you. He was on one wheel. He running a 4 6 40 with a broken ankle. He knows his job, Evan. He knows his job. And he's an extension of Andy Reid. They work well together. And maybe we're, in here, Niner fans are embarking on, you know what? Kyle's got his extension of him on the field in young Brock Purdy. No doubt. I wonder if 49ers fans feel like there's some sort of <clears throat> excuse me, inevitability mm. in regards to winning with Brock Purdy. I mean, I, I don't know if there are fans out there that felt like in the Green Bay game, at halftime of the Detroit game, like because Brock <sighs> Purdy was the quarterback, that they were going to win the game. I feel like when I watch Mahomes, the Chiefs are never, never out of it because of him. <laughs> I wonder if 49ers fans feel the same about their quarterback now that he's played better than Jimmy Garoppolo. He looks different. He's gotten them to the big game in just his first season as a starter. Maybe there's that kind of confidence that surrounds Brock Purdy. So 888-957-9570 is the number. Let's continue the conversation with Philmo. Mike, what's going on, Philmo? How Phil you doing, Mo. my man? Hey, what's up, man? Talk I'm going to keep us. it real. Patrick Mahomes is a good player. But he got a lot of LeBron James in him, man. He do a he kind of soft to me. He do a lot of complaining. He do a lot of trying to trying to convince people to get him to call. Brady did the same thing, and I, and that's one of the reasons why I didn't really like Brady like that. But anyway, uh, it's interesting conversation y'all having. It's kind of piggyback on what what Bonte was talking about earlier. But see, I'm 39. I, I tell my age, hey Guru, I'm finna, I'm trying to become a, a life insurance agent too. If you got any suggestions for me, let me know. But I'm not hating, but how do you do that? I'm going to do both. There you, you go. He's a two-way player. There you go. Go ahead, baby. <laughs> no, but look, though. Millennials got an ill. We got an ill disposition. Our vantage point is ill. So we ain't never seen the catch. Wow. We heard about the catch. The big, you feel me? The big people in our family used to tell us, when you start seeing, you know, ESPN, you start understanding, okay, the catch. I'm from a legendary, I got, you know, legendary people in the, in, you know, you knew about Jerry Rice when you was in 94, but I'm only 8, 9, 10 years old. Wow. So, like, you can only do so much. So, millennials, we want a Super Bowl, man. We, 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 we couldn't drink. I didn't know how to make, the way I cook now, man, I have a mean Super yeah. Bowl party, no man, with the ribs and the chicken and all that stuff. I had a Hennessy cracking, black Hennessy, white Hennessy, what you want. You know what I'm saying? So we want to experience what the people before us got to experience. Wow. And that's just what, what we got to experience with the Warriors. We got to experience that with the Giants. Uh, and most importantly, man, we got a lot of great players in the, in the Bay Area that ain't got a ring. I don't want this generation or this era of player to not have a ring. Trip Williams, Debo Samuel, wow. George Kittle, a lot of great, meaningful non-loser attitude players, man, like Patrick Willis and Frank Gore. I would, I would admit I would love to see them, but they don't got one. Wow. So, like, I think a lot of people that's a millennial, I'm only speaking with people that's like 35 to 41, mm -hmm. we want to see it and experience for ourselves. 
And we have my beautiful call. Thanks, Did Phil you Mo. and the boss and I have that same conversation yeah. about how all dependent on your what was the cutoff? Was Mike at was it? It was about forty years old, right? Because you would be thirty years ago. You'd be ten years yeah, old. Yeah. So my, like Mike said, he couldn't be, be off the hit. Yeah. Understanding he, he of what it is. Enjoy it as a grown up, Evan. And that's you know the ones that have seen the catch and the, and the things like that. They, they're fed. But the ones like Mike, I feel that, you know, have not experienced that. So Michael had a henny to Bellevue. That's my that's my poison. Uh, you know, is it? Oh, I love the dark. Wow. I love the dark. Yeah, as you get older, you go clear. Yeah, yeah. not yet. Not yet. His, <laughs> right. liver, his liver's still got a little Look bit life in it. Uh, this is from the 669, the Comcast Business Text Line. My grandma was at Candlestick and witnessed the catch in person. Granny. My brother and I were at Levi's for the comeback. Full circle moment, bang, bang. But that's the thing. You weren't around to see the catch, yeah. and I'm glad that your family's been able to experience that as a collective. But there's a lot of people, to Mike's point, that are out there that are saying, "Dude, I like I, I didn't get to experience." Well, people keep telling me how great Joe Montana is, and I believe him. Yeah. He's got four Super Bowls. He's captain comeback. He's Joe Cool. I didn't get to see that. It's one of the reasons why I look at Patrick Mahomes and I feel like he's something I've never seen before because quite literally in my time, I hadn't gotten to see all the great quarterbacks that have played for the 49ers. Even someone like Steve Young, I'm born in 94, I didn't get to see Steve Young in the Super Bowl when he threw six touchdowns. I didn't get to witness that. This is the first iteration of 49ers football that I have felt like is playing at the peak of its powers. Even the Harbaugh era, I'm not sure if I felt that same way about just because there were other teams, maybe it was because the division was tight along with Seattle, the 49ers are clear-cut are clear kings of the NFC. And that, to me, is the difference between now and what I've experienced in my lifetime. Yeah, no, I love that. And, Evan, we're all different. We know this. All the men and women, we have different perspectives. Some like sports, some don't. Some overdo it. I'm one of them. But at the end of the day, you mentioned the 94 Super Bowl. And in that Super Bowl and the celebration, uh, Steve Young, I don't know if you've seen it on YouTube, Evan, but he took the monkey. He's got yeah. this. He t- but I appreciated Steve giving the monkey credence, like admitting he knew what was out there, regardless if it was right and wrong. And I know I did, Steiny or anybody out there could be like, you know, you could have a good career just like Jim Kelly did. But, Evan, you know there's nothing like it. We pointed out all the guys and gals that have come close to winning it, but there's nothing like winning it. And when Steve Young took that monkey off his back that the Jordans and even Peyton Manning had to face there, I appreciate that realness. And that's all. I'm not telling you Brock Purdy is on his ninth life. That would be ludicrous. He's not. I just marvel at Evan. If he comes in here year two again and gets that title, guess what? No matter what happens the rest of his career, wherever he ends up, if it's not an SF, he'll always have that. He'll be a Super Bowl winning champion. And to me, you know, I can't look you in the eyes right now as you wear your All-Star game hat and say, oh, he's going to get 10 chances. He's going to get six. We don't know. He doesn't know. So if they cash in, him and Kyle, and Fillmore Mike's point, I mean, if I'm a Niner fan, you, you your heart hurts for Patrick Willis, the Cowboy, Alden Smith before the Frank pro- Gore. Frank Gore, a Harbaugh. Like, what would have been different had they won that game it's not promised, and that's why I just would love to see them cash it in and not be like, you know what, well, we've been close a bunch of times, and the Bills were close. Never got it done. But it was an era of some a lot of winning, but not that chip. 
And if you're at what we'll call the Phil Mo Mike cutoff, yeah, right? there you, know, you 39, go. 39, 40 was years it. old. If mm-hmm. you're at that age or below, I want to hear from you about the sense of urgency you have for this game. 888-957-9570 because I'm looking at the Comcast business text line. I'm seeing the 650 saying this caller, you're talking about Mike, is speaking truth. I'm from the era where we go to Super Bowls and didn't lose. <sighs> now my kids know going to Super Bowls and losing. That's not something that used to be the, the talk of the town in San Francisco is when you get in, we win. They right? 40 out of Five for five. Yeah. Five for the first five. Well, they're over the last two. And again, in my lifetime, I haven't seen the 49ers win a Super Bowl. Or at least I was like six months old or whatever when they did. Oh, God. (laughs) But this would be the first in our lifetimes. I mean, Mark Grady's in the same situation. He actually wasn't alive in 1994. So he has not seen them win a Super Bowl. Mark, do you associate the 49ers with being the team that wins when they get in? Or are they the team that... Like, I I don't know. How do you feel about them when you hear the word Super Bowl? In my lifetime, the 49ers have either been entirely irrelevant and terrible, or they've been the team that loses on the biggest stage. That's That's all I know the 49ers to be. That's his truth. I I know them in the golden age through my dad and through my parents, but that's it. I haven't seen it personally. That's amazing. 888-957-9570. Go ahead. That could change Sunday. That's what's at stake. Grandy will be able to say, check the box. I saw the red and gold, the scarlet red. They'll be in their whites. Get it done. Yeah. Nothing wrong with just saying what it is. It kind of erases all the heartbreak. Well, I don't know know about all the heartbreak, but it definitely definitely softens the blow of 2012. It softens the blow of 2019. I think more the 2019 one, the 2012 one is from a different era, and that's why I'm curious. Like, If we look at that era, and there's a lot of great players, the all-time Niners that you're talking about, Patrick Willis, Frank Gore, many others, Harbaugh, who's revered and is now back in the NFL. (sighs) But like, we look at that time as an era. I don't know if we look at it as the best time or that's in right. my lifetime, that's probably the most successful they've been up until now. But do they need a Super Bowl to affirm what this era has been under Kyle Shanahan? Does Kyle need one? I'm not at the place where I feel like Brock needs one, but you feel like he's so close to it that it might be his only chance. How are you feeling about the 49ers with respect to the history, the recent history, the last 30 years since they won a Super Bowl? It's been a long time, and I'm just curious how fans feel about it. At 957 Nine five seven zero because Goo, you are. Well, I, don't, I don't mean to bring age into it, but you're old enough to have no, seen good. them secure yeah. a Super Bowl. You've seen your team, the Cowboys, win Super Bowl back to back. Exactly three, three and four. four years. Look at my boy. I know. Yeah, I just boy, that was a long time ago. Yeah. But um, I, I love this about sports. There is urgency, duh. But this changes a whole lot for Kyle Shanahan's life, his profile, and I'll do this. How about the NOW for now? And Brock Purdy, if he can just get this one in year two, who's to say he can't catch Mahomes or Brady? You know, you take one day at a time, but Evan, I'm just, my point is they're loaded and ready, and they're going to have to earn it. And as far as what you just talked about with Grandy, you got me thinking about 49er fan. And I'll go Dr. Phil psychology on you, Evan. There's one thing to do what the Niners did to the Denver Broncos the year, I believe it was 55 to 10 in the Super Bowl. Yeah, was You know, if I'm a Bronco fan, I know in the first quarter, oh boy, this is over. Night, night. But the last two Super Bowls for the Niners, you had it at the seven yard line or whatever yard line you were on. You tasted it. And then you had a 10 point lead on Patrick Mahomes. So who's, you know what I mean? Like, you were right. It was right there. Somebody just came, nope. 
and took that steak from you. Well, that's probably how the fans in Detroit are feeling right now. Oh, like, it was funny. We were talking. Well, they to, shot themselves in the foot. Well, exactly. But they were up by 17. <laughs> I mean, I was talking to a member of our sales staff here, and, and he is, you know, he represents Odyssey all over the country. So, yeah. you know, he's just talking about how the feeling that he's got, and he's, he's from the area, he's a 49ers fan, but the feeling that he's got is how much a Super Bowl trip or a win like they had in the NFC Championship can bring a city together. Wow. Because he doesn't feel that type of fandom in Boston as much as they used to when they had the Patriots rolling. The city of Detroit right now, he was saying, is down in the dumps. They're despondent. They don't want to go to work in the morning wow, because of man. what happened for the Lions. The 49ers are euphoric right now, but of course that all changes if the thing doesn't go their way next Sunday in the Super Bowl, if it doesn't go their way. So right now, we're feeling on top of the world. There's some apprehension. There's some anxiety. But it's an opportunity for them to, you're you're so right, Goo, to etch their name in history. And that's what it's all about because the Super Bowl is the biggest American sporting wow, event man. that we have. Everyone's going to be watching. People around the world are going to be watching. And they're going to see whether Brock Purdy and the 49ers can be a team that takes the step that we've all hoped that they can. And this is where, beautiful, Evan, and this is where household names are made. Yeah. You talk about all the the new eyes and maybe not hardcore fans, but the, hey, where'd you watch that? That Brock Purdy is sure something else, or that George Kittle. That's what makes it all that and some, Evan, is you got a chance to, you know, go down in history and who's going to Disneyland with the MVP trophy. Imagine if that's Brock Purdy. And again, it could be Debo, it could be Bosa, but I mean, young Brock Purdy year two, after the debacle that was Trey Lance, Mystery Relevant, the movie, I'm trying to find somebody grandy <laughs> that could play Brock, but we'll get to Tom that. Tom Holland. Man, yeah, Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Man, it's incredible. I'm excited. 888 is the number. Evan Giddings in for Matt Steinmetz. Hopefully going to be back tomorrow off of hip surgery alongside the great Daryl, the Guru Johnson. Clayton's out in Union City. Your hey, Union you. City. Hey, baby. What's up, Clayton? How you feeling, my man? I'm feeling very confident walking into this Super Bowl, but, you know, you guys are talking about, you know, I'm 32, I watched the Giants be bad, I watched the Warriors be bad, and then the irrelevance of Mike Singletary for the Niners. Um, I watched the Giants get their chips, I watched the Warriors get their chips, I'm feeling the Niners need to get their chips, because I get to hear those stories, my dad, of Jerry Rice and... Steve Young and Joe Montana. I want to. I want to tell my kids stories about Brock Purdy, Brandon Ayuk, Debo, and CMC just gashing the Chiefs. Damn! I just thought of my kids. It's like he's got an opportunity right here to do so in eleven days. Yes, he does. I mean, this is where people take the step from greats into legends, right? And they do it in the big game. You're going to see him on NFL films in 20 years and some random narrator with a baritone voice saying, and Debo Samuel crossed yeah. the 50-yard line. Like, I, this is where it all comes down to it. And the fact that the 49ers are here is absolutely incredible. It's just wild, though, because to the caller's point, you have the Giants winning multiple World Series. You have the Warriors Three. winning multiple championships. I'm not going to say sit back and be grateful because as a 49ers fan, you have an experienced that yet, but it is pretty crazy how the barrier has given us so much sports success, and at different times, other teams have been irrelevant, but it does kind of feel like with the way that things are trending in yeah. Golden State, the Giants are on the back burner, maybe it just is the Niners' time. That's no kind of the way it's it. worked out. Team of destiny. And I'll say this to you, Evan, I know we had Low Neal on here, in here Monday, yeah. it was awesome, but uh, I'll just go macro uh, for you. 
you know, just as far as Kyle, you talk about it. Uh, Brock's on a rookie contract. So let's just say you don't get it done. Next year presents, you still got Brock in that contract. But, Evan, down the road, I, you, you got the, the team is not going to be the same. And I believe Trent Williams said that in the huddle, the drive on the drive against the Green Bay Packers. Like, yeah, we're going to look different and things are going to change. And who's to say Trent Williams will be here in two years, three years, man, in the left tackle position? My point is, it gets more difficult when the when the financial kicks in mm-hmm. and Brock Purdy needs that number whatever that is Evan and you might have to let some things go on you know either side of the ball that you don't want to but we know how it's played so it's like why not now by the way uh, Trent Williams is at Chase Center last night, you know, with all the okay. all the rest of the guys. Looking humongous. Dude, he is the largest human. Him and Eric Armstead, because I think Armstead's Big like 6'7". Yeah. Those are some of the most massive human beings I have ever stood next to. It makes me feel insignificant. That is wow. And teeny, tiny, like the two characters, cartoon characters on my sweatshirt. It's like those guys are so incredible. They're just the athlete. And the specimens that they are, especially like Trent Williams, like that dude can get up and probably outrace me right now at 320 pounds. And probably dunk a basketball. Probably. Yeah, Armstead can who? Yeah. They gave him a jersey. Yeah, that look at you. The Warriors, they could have used him. Warriors need a Not five. Last night, yeah, Warriors they, need a five, Goo. MB was awful. They need a center. He yeah, shouldn't he have played. He should I'm with you. I appreciate you saying that. Yes, sir. 888 is the number. If you are 40 and under... We want to hear from you. Oh, 40. I'm sorry. Not to excommunicate the rest of the crowd. We appreciate you listening. But this is for the youngins, okay? This is for the people that haven't seen a Super Bowl win, that don't know what it's like for your team to hoist a Lombardi trophy, to know essentially that when you get in, you don't necessarily win. We want to hear from you at 888-957-9570. Also a reminder that it is a Warriors Wednesday brought to you by Valley Heating, Cooling, Electrical, and Solar, locally and family owned since the home and the home of old-fashioned service for all of your home comfort needs since 1962 go check out valleyheating.com again go see them at valleyheating.com sponsors of warriors wednesday you can rewind on the free odyssey app go check out our conversation with the first hour and a half of the show talking about the trade deadline decisions the yeah. new starting lineup for the golden state warriors after a win last night at chase center against the philadelphia 76ers plus you can watch us on youtube and chat on the first norcal credit union youtube and twitch chat uh we see you chiming in big shout out to all of our regulars any people that are new to the program we want to hear from you right now at 888-957-9570. We want to know what you're thinking about where the Niners are at, what the sense of urgency is. Do you need to see it now? How does it affect potentially how you look at this team down the line next season? Does it affect the way you look at this era of 49ers football that has gone to four consecutive or four straight um, four and five years, NFC Championship games, and then two Super Bowls in five years? This has been a half decade of success for the 49ers, but it hasn't resulted in the crowning achievement. They haven't got the Super Bowl yet. How badly do you want it? Do you feel you can taste it, or are you still operating with a little bit of anxiety? We want to hear from you. 888-957-9570. Evan Giddings in for Matt Steinmetz alongside Gerald Guber Johnson. Back after this, 95.7 The Game. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.